In a world with way too many podcasts comes Jeff Talion and this guy, the podcast to end all podcasts. With some pieced together recording equipment, a couple loosely informed topics, and a coin, these three friends set out to forever change the next hour of your life. Jeff Talion and this guy is solely for entertainment purposes. Jess Farrick and Morgan are not professional researchers, investigators, or gynecologists. Not suitable for children. Welcome to another exciting episode of Jap Talion and this guy. <laughs> Welcome freaks and geeks, tweakers, panhandlers on Sunset Boulevard, tattooed weirdos downtown. He's talking about me. And your mom. Mm. Wow. Welcome. I'm Joseph. I'm Morgan. And I am Eric. All right. Clap. Got to bring up the energy. I have no sleep. I'm doing no sleep. <laughs> sleep is optional now. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> what we do here is we, uh, we kind of get caught up on our week and we talk about whatever and this and that. And then we um, through a random selection, a coin flip or what the, whatever, and we end up um, doing a topic and whatever. <laughs> it's a lot of whatevers. <laughs> Let me try that again. Oh, man. All right. What we do here is we um, get together and catch up with each other. Uh-huh. Then we, one of us presents a topic and the other two tease them, hopefully relentlessly, and we try to get somebody to cry. It hasn't worked yet. The goal is to get someone to cry. Maybe you're crying at home or at work or wherever you're listening to this. Maybe Morgan cries in the shower. That's the only place that's suitable to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great. Thanks, Joseph. What's going on with you, Eric? Eric! I recently wake up. discovered I'm homosexual. You're the last one to find out. <laughs> uh, opening it up on a good gay joke. <laughs> um Oh, I wanted to so I wanted to say this thing about uh my wife's life. She gave me permission. Oh, cool. I thought it was funny. We should have invited her in. <laughs> no girls allowed. Dude, he doesn't read our texts. Oh uh, <laughs> <laughs> We just had a joke about that. I thought you this would morning. get the, Yeah, he sent like a gift through because I said Annie was coming to the show instead of me today. Oh. Yeah, I was really exhausted. Still am. So, well, okay. So first off for me, I'm having weird rashes on my body that looks like it's going away now. I've been having like really bad headaches and my stomach's been upset and I've been nauseous a lot. Annie says this could all be migraines. So I didn't have the best week, which y'all probably already know because we were supposed to record earlier this week, but I, I shit canned it. Twice. We scheduled twice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Wednesday I, and Thursday. I thought I'd feel better Thursday, but I still was not. Mm -hmm. um, but You had a challenging week. I did have a challenging week. Um, but that doesn't mean the next week has to be challenging, right? Hopefully not. Anyways, so living vicariously through my wife, she went and uh, did a non-work function with work people. And uh, I don't want to be very specific about it on the off chance because I don't want to, you know, her to hurt anybody's feelings. <laughs> but she's like, I've not been around people who like drink in a while. <laughs> 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 like, 
one coworker ended up like a female coworker, like kissed another female coworker, and like people Damn. started like awkwardly dancing with one another. I guess a little provocatively. What like, was this I, event? It was like a um a shower for something like a wedding or a baby or some shit like that. Wow. But it was someone at work. So these were like a lot of work people. And Annie's like, you know, the first like hour or so. Oh, and it was one of those uh, those things that women do where Complain. it's usually women that I've, <laughs> in my experience. <laughs> <Good Stop. laughs> what else uh, we got? More? <laughs> yeah, they were. You know, Menstruating. she was coming up with a plan to ruin all men's lives. No, yeah, that's right. <laughs> there was that one of those sex toy things. Oh, yeah, like yeah, pure yeah. Romance like pure romance or some romance, shit. Yeah. But um, Annie's like, I'm just going to stay quiet because I don't want everybody to know, like, what a freak I am. <laughs> she's like, I've heard people talk about their sexual experiences like at work, just you know, yeah. every once in a while. And she's like, these people are like way tamer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, vanilla motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But then she gets there, like all this weird, like, you know, people getting loose with alcohol stuff started yeah, happening. And um, I always, at, you know, I don't care if Annie drinks. Annie obviously doesn't have a problem, but she just never wants to drink because she remembers what it was like with me. Yeah. So okay. it's not like a pleasant thing to do that. So she lasts about two hours, and then she's like, I got to find a reason to leave after that because when people start, like, wanting to make out with their coworkers, it's like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I just I wow. thought that was a funny incident. That is funny. And yeah. were they more vanilla, or she didn't say? But she left before she left that. Before but, yeah, the, the thought was these people were more vanilla than me, but then when you include alcohol, uh, they yes. probably start doing things that they're going to feel uncomfortable about the next day. You know? Yeah, hell yeah. Like making out with Diane from accounting. It's going <laughs> to yeah. be a little awkward at the water cooler. Uh -huh. Yeah. They don't have water coolers in hospitals, do they? The break room? Probably not COVID. Break room. It's going to be a little oh, awkward yeah. in the break room mm -hmm. with Diana. Yeah. You're going to get broke in the break room. <laughs> I will break you. Hey, look, about what happened this weekend, um, I just want to say that I don't usually <laughs> stick my tongue in other women's mouths. <laughs> uh, that blowjob was an accident. <laughs> the old accidental blowjob excuse. Mm -hmm. I've heard that one a lot. Yeah. Really? Oh, I don't know what happened. <laughs> just, we were just hanging out and... Let <laughs> 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 uh, uh, All right, Morgan. You done, Eric? Yeah. You done? done? Okay. You see my glasses starting to fog up? That means I'm done. Okay. <laughs> His glasses are fogged up. He's done. <laughs> I don't really have a whole lot. I was driving through Forest Acres the other day, and for those that don't know, that's a section of Columbia. What is Is it a suburb? It's where Robin Hood lives. I think suburbs probably correct. Yeah, I, I think mean, it's technically its own town, but yeah, it's a suburb. Yeah, it is its own town. It's the town of Forest Acres. Mm -hmm. But then the address is always Columbia. Let's make our whole show about municipalities zoning, zoning. <laughs> this, gerrymandering and but with no real information we're just all taking stabs at it but you guys you guys know where be. i live you, you guys have been to my house you know where yeah. i live you know what part of town oh, it's shit, in we're doing this 
Well, I just wanted to. <laughs> no, no, no. I just wanted to talk about the ger- I said gerrymandering, but seriously, my house is zoned for schools in Forest Acres. Really? Yeah. I was so like. What are you doing all the way out there? Thank you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. My kids would be going to like AC4 high school. There must be like school. a thread that goes from Forest Acres around the city over to where you're at. Yeah, That's... but it just goes like down my street, I'm sure, because the yeah. surrounding neighborhoods aren't that you don't want those kids I did going notice to rich schools. that yeah. when I came to your neighborhood, like I think first time when you first moved out there, mm-hmm. the roads were shitty. And then one day the one road had been paved all nice. No, no. Yeah. And the rest of it was shit. My road in front of my house and stuff, it's nice. And you go over this little bump hill and then you get to where there's like trailers and, and duplexes mm-hmm. and then the road's shitty right. for some reason. Yeah, I remember yeah. seeing yeah. yeah. the pavement just like <laughs> and thinking there must be like some rich dude or mobster that lives down here who is like, I want this road paved. <laughs> so, anyways, I was riding through Forest Acres uh working the other day and I was just going to from job to job or something and saw this old dude in his front yard raking and bagging up leaves and shit. Oh no. And he was we wearing go. a kilt. That's right, I do rake the leaves in my kilt. You do it too if you ever feel the wind blowing up your book, cracking down around your bull sack. Now you should be minding your business rather than worrying about what I'm wearing and how the wind's pitting my pecker. And I just, yeah, really? that look on Eric's face just now. Yeah, that was like, I was like, why do you choose that attire for yard, for work. yard work? Yeah, like, okay, you want to wear a kilt? That's up to you. Like, I don't give a fuck about wearing a kilt. Yeah, but why wear it to do yard work, buddy? You know, unless you just want attention, you fucking attention whore. <laughs> like the ghetto boys say, you got to let your nuts hang. Yeah, they say that. Said, do they Said. still say that? Bushwick Bill's you, not even alive anymore. You ask them, get a Ouija board and ask them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm say a it. Joseph moment. I have no idea what the fuck you are talking about. Oh, the ghetto boys. Yeah, they used to oh, do that song. Man. My mind's playing tricks on me. Bam, 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 bam. No? Oh, fuck. Chuck's on a killing spree. Oh, shit. <laughs> Get Joseph with his pop culture reference. Man, I like the, the late boys. 80s, early 90s. And shit was gnarly. They did some gnarly lyrics. Dude, yeah, they were... They were kind of... They were like a gothy or yeah, they were like version of rappers, yeah. Yeah, they were like horror-obsessed. Yeah. And really violent. A lot of violence. Yeah. Violence! Violence! Sounds punk rock. <laughs> Sounds punk rock. How about you, Joseph? How the fuck was your week? Let me check my schedule. My schedule. Find the whatever interesting thing I might have. TikTok. TikTok. I'm not going to explain why I'm really tired. Well, maybe I will shortly. I did a lot of lift driving. And last night I hit this, uh, my last fare. I didn't know it was going to be my last fare. I was like, I got another two hours of doing this. And I accepted this ride without looking at the deets. Then I got there. And I was like these two, two drunk Mexican guys. And um, I feel like the story is like, going somewhere. They were like hugging each other. And dude was like crying. One dude was like crying. And the other guy's like getting in my truck. And, you know, I couldn't understand what they were saying because I don't speak Spanish very well. What I gathered was it was his cousin. Like they were cousins. And I think dude was like just really upset that his cousin was leaving. Okay. You know how people get. Yeah. 
you know, when they're drunk, they're all like, I was going to say he was drunk. I miss you so much. (laughs) You know, he was like crying and stuff. It was, it was so sweet. There was just something really touching about it. And then I looked at the phone and I was like, oh my God, that's like over three hours of driving for this trip. You know, I was like, hey, dude, I I don't want to do this. I want to go home and see my family tonight. And he didn't understand what I was saying because he doesn't speak English. Oh. And neither did the other guy. And I tried a few times and then I felt bad for the dude. And I was like, God, dude probably just wants to get home to his family too. And I was like, I'm going to be driving for another couple hours. So I did it. That's why I'm tired. Because it's three hours out, three hours back, you know, sleeping in the back of my truck at a rest stop. Oh. You know. Where did, where was it you took him? Somewhere near Raleigh in the woods. I dropped him off at a gas station. I thought, I was disappointed. I thought there'd be like pregnant wife and like some toddlers jumping out of a car or something and being like, Danny, you know, but no, there was nobody there for him. I guess he was just going to sleep in the woods or something. I don't know. It's kind of depressing now. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) I have to admit that that sounds awful. Yeah. Yeah. I got one more thing. I noticed um, something about a meme the other day. All right. I was looking at a meme for an art reference and you know, the distracted boyfriend meme. Yes. Where, <laughs> yeah. he's, where they're in bed or where he's turning around looking at the He's girl. turning around looking at the girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking at the <laughs> original image of that, and the chick he's with and the chick he's looking at look like the they're same the chick. the same chick, yeah. Oh, you already knew this. Yeah. Okay, I did not realize that. <laughs> I was looking at it because I was going to do a drawing based on that. I was oh, like, damn. Wow. This is like the same chick. Yeah. So... Wow, you're you're gonna do a drawing on it? You are gonna do a drawing on it, or you're not? I've been trying to draw lately. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's the same chick. I think that's the point of it is that you don't appreciate what you have, and you're always looking at what you don't have. But really, they're like the same fucking thing. Yeah, it's deep now. Yeah, I've just made it deep. Mm. You know what else is deep? Her, your mom. I don't know. Oh, it <laughs> felt like a your mom joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wanted to give a shout out too. I forgot. All right. We, um, you know, we've been on Clapper for a little while. We're mm-hmm. real excited about that because people actually pay attention to us. I noticed we got a new subscriber on uh, YouTube named Five Nine Guy, and I recognized the name. I'm like, was this from Clapper? So I went and looked, and he also recently followed us on Clapper. So I figured I'd just give him a shout out. Hey, thanks Five Nine Guy for following us, and we hope you like our stuff. Cool. Is that his height? That's what I was going to say. I thought it was more like maybe a play on nine to five, but maybe it is his height. I didn't even think of it that yeah. way. Like Roy- five to nine, nine Royce to five. five, nine. Maybe he's like 62. <laughs> I got that reference. Hey. <laughs> he might be 60 years old. I only listen to the whitest of rappers. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> Dude, I used to listen to like the No Limit Soldiers, like Master yeah. P and shit, when mm. I was like, I don't know, fourteen. I had no business listening to that. <laughs> you got no business listening to yeah, that. Yeah. That's, uh, all right, that was that was all. All right, so here we go. <laughs> uh, I'm hosting the show, so it ain't me. Bah, bah. No, it's between me and Eric. It's between uh, Morgan. The faith healer, Wood, and Eric, the impotent rage, Clark. My little scrotes kind of tingling, so I think I'm going to go today. Scrotes. (laughs) 
You think you're winning the coin toss? Yeah. All right. All right. Call it in the air. Or not in the air. Tails. Coin flip. Oh, you fucking throat oh, tingling wow. son of a bitch. <laughs> Wait, scrot. No, scrot. yeah, scrot, yes, not scrot. throat. Oh, your balls are tingling. My scrot is yeah. in your throat. My throat doesn't tingle till I see a cock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've heard. <laughs> Just go check the men's oh. bathroom wall. That's what it says. <laughs> For a glory hole. For a glory hole. I was watching this show called You're the Worst, and there's this uh, rapper dude who says stuff that I cannot believe is aired this day and age. But some guy gave him a blowjob, and somebody called him gay, and he's like, I'm not gay, but this N-word, because he can use the N-word, it's black rapper. But this N-word suck good dick. It's a funny joke. I think, uh, <laughs> what was that comedian's name? He did it first with the word, the F word. You know what I'm talking about? Fuck? No, the... the Fellatio? The no. F word for gay people. Oh. Like it's when a, he calls somebody the F word, he's not calling them gay. He's calling them the F word. And then he explains the difference between being gay and being an F word. There's no way it plays nowadays. I think that comedian was canceled for showing his penis to people. Oh, Louis C.K. Yeah. Yeah. This is my penis. Look at my penis. <laughs> and everybody got upset. Like yeah. you never seen a dick before. Yeah. Bill, <laughs> Bill Burr did a whole bit on it on <laughs> yeah. one of his specials. Yeah. yeah. There's questionable stuff around that whole thing. Hey, it's my dick. He was. <laughs> <laughs> You're canceled. <laughs> <laughs> just pull my, just pull up and be like, hey, it's right here. What are we going to do? I think some people it's felt dick. he used his power and position to get them to agree to things that they wouldn't have normally agreed to. But then on his side, he's like, I told you I was going to masturbate yeah. in front of you. He said he was going to do it. He was in his own fucking room. Right. You know? Yeah. Hit that mic again. <laughs> power and position my power positions like from behind <laughs> but not doggy style like when the when the my partner's like laying totally face down that's my power position. pretending to be dead or whatever turning cold yeah so annie's always here's a little taste no one asked for the taste but i'm moving this I, along oh. i feel like we're i feel Sorry. like we're, not, we're just i'm like halfway between a dream and reality right now i've been there dude that sucks so uh, give us a little taste of your topic there. Wait. If you um, keep going sunshine. for another day, it'll get delirious and you'll get real happy. I don't want to go. I didn't want to go this far. Joseph, grow up. You got no edge anymore, man. <laughs> <laughs> Too old to be staying up this long. So Annie's always telling me weird nurse shit because she's a nurse. My favorite is when she says a word that there's no reason on earth I would understand what this <laughs> word means. Other than if I were a doctor. I do that to and people. And then she's like, oh, you know, oh, that's when this happens. I'm like, bitch, you knew you were going to have to explain that to me. <laughs> You're making up reasons to talk down to me now. Um, <laughs> so I looked up various articles that I'm going to go through that are weird medical treatments like throughout the years. Just weird stuff that society, some culture has used for medical treatments oh shit bizarre yeah. torturous medical treatments to keep like people how, hanging on to the last thread of life is the chainsaw one of them 
Ooh. Chainsaw? Yeah. The rack. I don't know. Is the rack that, one of them? Why does that sound familiar to me? Was, so no, chainsaw's not on your list? I don't list? know. I, oh, okay. I went through some of them, but what I'm doing here is kind of the same thing we did with the ancient... Um, Torture? Words. Remember oh, I did oh, the episode yeah, yeah. about yeah, where like... where you kind of read them off, but you didn't really... Right. Yeah, okay. We're just going to get our impressions. I'm, it's kind of like one of those videos where you're like, show someone a video and then get their reaction. That's what this whole episode's going to be. I'm just going to... I'm just going to write video. it down on my pad, and uh, if I don't hear you do it by the end, I want to... Do the chainsaw? Yeah. Okay. But if you do it, I want to hear your version of it, too. Chainsaw! That's all I got. All right. Well, let's take a freaking break. Listen to this, guys. Hello to our faithful listeners. We have a piece of sad news to give you. This will be our last episode with Eric. Eric has been more than an incredible help to this show. At times he has completely carried it. I think it's safe to say that both Joseph and I have learned a great deal from him. He's taught himself so much about editing and production, about podcasts, and about the magic of marketing that can be had with social media. We truly tip our hats to you, Eric. The best of fortunes in whatever you're moving forward towards. Um, and, uh, well... Whatever it is you're moving towards, just don't be a dick, all right? All right, and we are back from that madness. Woo, what a wild ride. I think I broke that toilet again. Ah, <laughs> Nice. <laughs> All right, so uh, Eric uh, was gifted with the topic, and now he's going to say stuff. Eric, <laughs> topic begin speaking. Okay. The next voice you hear will be Eric. Hey, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, my pants are too tight. <laughs> so these are, um, I found four different articles on um, different medical treatments throughout history. One's called Seven of the Most Outrageous Medical Treatments in History. One's called Seven Unusual Ancient Medical Techniques. Those are both from the History Channel. History Channel likes using seven for their lists, I've noticed. Illuminati. I always use three in things. Like, if I have a sentence that's going to mention two things, I try and add a third. Yeah. Like, we went biking and hiking I don't like just leaving it at two. I always like throwing a third in there. I don't know why. Biking, hiking, and karate. Biking, hiking, and snowballing. Snowball! <laughs> no, the third one's got to have another K in it. So some kids were watching me <laughs> give a snowball. <laughs> that's, that's all I heard when he just said that story. <laughs> oh, so my God. So all these kids witnessed me with my snowball. <laughs> if you don't know what that is, then look it up. Look it up. Morgan's water looks like there's a goldfish inside of it. Jesus, Joseph. Does uh, it? Yeah. 
So medical news today. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see it. It's the orange wrapper of his Cheetos bag. Is that what it is? Coming through. Yeah, because I like see a goldfish it too. He's got a little something. wing right at the front where his eyeball is. I don't eat Cheetos. No, that's that is a goldfish. They're Re- Reese's, fucking Reese's covered pretzels. You want one? I don't, no, thank you. My stomach's. I do. Upset. I want one. We'll eat it. Hold on, I gotta make a bunch of noise. On I've the been mic. surviving on M and M's and combos. <laughs> we are all over the place. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna wreak I'm gonna start it back over. Wreak wreak havoc. Wreak <laughs> havoc. <laughs> Come on, fruitcake. Uh, so we've got two History Channel articles about uh, seven most outrageous medical treatments in history, and then one's more like ancient history. The ones that are ancient are not outrageous. And the ones that are outrageous are not ancient. The ancient are unusual. Okay, so I got four articles here. <laughs> There's a... Uh, really? I'm losing track. Can we just start? <laughs> I'm trying to restart. Y'all keep messing me up. We got seven... <laughs> I thought you said four. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so we got four articles here, right? Anybody want to talk about what they're eating real quick or <laughs> I see goldfish. Go to sleep, Joseph. <laughs> it is. Turn your bottle around. There is a goldfish on that, he right? Said, Turn your bottle around. Is that going to help me see it? Yes. There's a fucking goldfish in Where there. Where's it at? It's, a, it's on the back of the fucking label. Oh, it's on the back of the label? Holy shit, there's a goldfish. Do you see it? I do see it now. Holy shit. We, here we thought we, Joseph was hallucinating. <laughs> Whatever. Lizard people are real. So for my topic of weird medical treatments, I thought of just looking stuff up because Annie's always telling me medical things. Yeah. And uh, hopefully they're not too gross because I get grossed out by stuff like that. We've got two different articles from the History Channel. One's about um, treatments in history, and then the other one's about unusual ancient medical techniques. Then we have, from Medical News Today, we have five bizarre medical techniques. And then from Mental Floss, we have <laughs> 30, old time, 30 strange old-timey medical treatments. Old-timey medical treatments. You guys, buckle up. This is going to be a long-ass episode. <laughs> you got to roll an onion across the doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll start with the 30 just to see because a lot of – I haven't looked closely at this because it's kind of like a reaction. Yeah, I want the old-timey one. That sounds fun. Cool. Fun. So That's no, what I'm about. Number one on their <laughs> list is curing rabies with raw veal. Mm, yeah, yeah. Was that Louis Pasteur's? That works. That does it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you you have weird, obscure knowledge from like different time periods. So yeah. I thought. Yeah. Raw veal sounds really good though. I bet that tastes good as hell. Oh God. Are you kidding me? Have you ever had raw beef? Like that shit is good. Hamburger meat raw. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It was. Yeah, I don't, I don't do that anymore. And veal's just like a baby cow, so it's even better because it's that. a baby. Oh, God. We're eating babies. <laughs> yeah. Wrong! <laughs> because they taste good <laughs> and cure rabies. Uh, this is when all Alex Jones. There's, there's people in the babies. <laughs> <laughs> what? The babies are made of people. 
You get so extreme that you're saying rational thoughts as if they're <laughs> irrational. Babies are people. Wake up. <laughs> uh, so apparently in ancient Rome, people thought they could treat rabies with raw veal. They, I mean, they give the whole thing here. Um, anyone bitten by a mad dog should be treated by having their wound cut open because that always helps, right? That's the first thing they do in an emergency room. A guy's got a gunshot wound. I want you to make it five times bigger, okay? Cut that fucker open. I just want to say that the <laughs> hole in my hand was not this big when I put it there. That's they like really a, did? Oh, oh it's like a yeah, yeah. It was scar. just right here, but they cut all the way down my wrist and all the way over to open it up oh, really big. Dude, that's still shit, so I was right. Cut it open to yeah. get in there. I yeah. was totally making that up. No. That image is burned in my brain that day when the you one showed on my, it to me. <laughs> I just randomly at the end of a meeting, I'm like, guys want to see my gunshot wound in surgery? Here it is. Dan, like, Dan's like about to fall warning. over. He was like, oh, God, what the, give me a warning. I was triggered. I had to go to a safe place. Joseph threw up in his mouth. He swallowed it back down, though, because he's a hero. I needed hugs after that. Lots and lots of hugs from strangers. <laughs> well, it was a meeting, so you got those. Hopefully Trev was around. <laughs> um, I wonder if that was covered in my like lycanthropy episode about the uh, cause, gunshot wounds? No, the uh, dog the dog bite thing. Because no, I think not. they meant I think was mentioned in there dog bites being a cause of lycanthropy. Oh, okay. And it I would, would assume, sense. you know, if you got a lycanthropy thing going on, veal. eating some raw veal would be pretty bomb. He's going to turn into a wolf. So after they cut you open more, because apparently that is a real medical thing, <laughs> doctors are listening to this like, oh my God, these people should not be fucking doing this. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so then the patient should eat a diet of lime and hog's fat. And then the patient would then drink. There's too many thins in this. I don't know who the author is, but y'all need to tighten this shit up. <laughs> and then the patient would then drink a concoction made with wine and boiled badger dung. Okay. What? Wait, the headline should have been the badger dung, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, where's the veal in this? <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard it yet. It's going to get weirder about things that were not mentioned in the title. Then a woman has to urinate on his head. Like, why wasn't this in the title? <laughs> this should have been explained. No, that's the end. They don't tell you anymore. So you got to. Maybe they don't know what veal is. So they had like a badger <laughs> that they dung? collect dung from? Wow, this article is really disappointing me. So this is the whole, <laughs> this is a whole paragraph. Cure rabies with raw veal. In ancient Rome, people thought they could treat rabies. According to Pliny the Elder, a naturalist and author. Okay, I want to look that guy up. Pliny, P-L-I-N-Y, the I believe, Elder. I believe that's a real guy. Is he like a soothsayer or something? You just keep going, I'll look it up. Um, a naturalist and author. Anyone bitten by a mad dog should be treated by having their wound cut open and covered with raw veal. So that's the raw veal part. Oh, you don't eat it. And then the patient should eat a diet of lime and hog's fat. And then the patient would then drink a concoction made with wine and boiled badger dung. God, I'd be so disappointed. They cut you open. You're like all bummed out. They bring out the veal and you're like, oh, cool. I can eat that. And they stick it on the wound and give you like badger feces to eat. <laughs> 
Sorry, I'm in recovery. Can I get it with just the badger dung and no wine, please? Maybe grape juice? <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe some grape juice. He, I don't was, know. he was also a naval and army commander and a friend of the Emperor Vespasian. Pliny the Elder. Uh-huh. He wrote the Encyclopedic Naturalist Historia, oh. which became an editorial model for encyclopedias. Wow. Look at him. Oh, his children. Pliny the Younger. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> Come on, They probably man. looked a lot alike. Uh, <laughs> now I want a kid. <laughs> this is Eric with new emotional trauma. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, okay. Um, Number two. <laughs> Eric, untraumatized. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Traumatized yeah. differently. <laughs> <laughs> My dad constantly jokes about his balls. <laughs> two. To treat asthma, you would use a diet of boiled carrots. That's boring. Well, you haven't read it yet. It might have nothing to do with carrots. It's like two sentences. <laughs> um, boring. Yeah, it was published in 1740s. British evangelist John Wesley. Wonder if he's related to Wesley. What's Wesley's like? His name at the church is, is John. 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 Yeah, he's a time traveler. <laughs> John. John Wesley suggested a fortnight on boiled carrots only to that's, treat asthma. That's two weeks, by the way. Two mm. weeks. I like carrots. Maximus, if you're listening, a fortnight is two weeks. He hates it when I use old words, so I look up <laughs> old words. Like, did y'all know overmorrow is a word? Yeah. <laughs> I'll say that to him. Day I'll after be like, tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. I'll be like, okay, I'll probably call you like on the overmorrow or something. He's like, come on, dude. Don't do that. You're better than that. <laughs> you're not. I'm not. Where does it get that shit? <laughs> One, uh, what really set it off is one day I was talking about gaining some purchase. Like I was joking about like banging somebody's mom or something. I'm like, you really have to get some purchase. And he's like, what? Purchase. He's like, that doesn't make sense in the sentence. I'm like, yeah, it does. It's a purchase is like leverage to gain purchase on something means like to gain leverage on it. Right. You've heard of this, right? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Morgan. Never. Never. That was my brother. It's like an older phrase, I guess. Okay. So he didn't believe me, so I looked it up. So now I try to find phrases that challenge his belief. Like, there's no way that's a real word, dude. And I'm like, no, nah, man, look it up. It's right here. <laughs> Overmorrow. <laughs> okay. Oh, Morgan will like this one. Cure toothaches with electricity. <laughs> that's actually why the pyramids were built. Dentistry. <laughs> like... Channels electricity oh, I to wonder people's if that's teeth. What the Baghdad battery was for? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the okay. That's the line of thinking I was going for. <laughs> you know, the Baghdad battery. Wait, on ancient aliens, they show inside the pyramid. There's these pictures that look like these dudes are carrying these ginormous light bulbs. light bulbs. Yeah, I mean, they have like a snake filament in them that's like curled up, and it's the shape of a fucking light bulb with an end. And there's wow. just like four dudes carrying it. Mm, light yeah. it up, bitches. The Baghdad battery was a artifact discovered in uh, Baghdad. Baghdad, I guess. It was a clay pot that had, what was it, uh, copper and orange juice yeah. in it. 
Yeah. If to you, produce if electricity. You loot, yeah. If you use something acidic with certain types of metal, the electrons create electricity, like the flow of electrons from one to the other. Right. Yeah. But apparently it didn't produce enough electricity to like do basically anything that we would use it for, but maybe they had more efficient uses of electricity yeah. back then. Yeah, maybe they weren't wasting a bunch of energy with LEDs. Apparently they were curing toothaches with it. Charging cell phones. So this is another Wesley one. He suggests that patients with toothaches be electrified. Mm, Jesus. I like this. The idea of electrotherapy was fairly new in the 1700s. Hey, I've had that. But it was used regularly until 1900s for illnesses like epilepsy, paralysis, impotence. Oh, I didn't know that could cure boners or lack of lack, lack of, of boners. Yeah, bonerless. Yep. <laughs> we need some electricity. We need to get a like a welding. Having a problem with erections. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a welding generator in there. Put that lead on my tank. Um. <laughs> It might work. <laughs> probably, yeah, probably like while the electricity is going through your body, it might stimulate it. Um, We're all thinking about trying it. No, oh, good. God, this sounds awful. Prevent nosebleeds with the aid of a red hot poker. <laughs> you, just, you just shove it in their nostrils? Jesus. I'd uh, rather just have my nose bleeding. I tell you, just burn somebody like on the arm or something. <laughs> or bloodletting. To prevent nosebleeds, Wesley, this, okay, did these really happen, or is this just some fucking <laughs> lunatic? <laughs> He's got too much blood in him. We need to let some of the extra out. <laughs> it says if you hold a red-hot poker under the nose or steeping a linen rag in sharp vinegar, burning it and blowing it up the nose with a quill. Wow. That's real complicated, man. That's for a nosebleed? Who who was this guy working on? Frankenstein, the monster. Yeah, like well, yeah. Where do you get his patients from? Is this just shit he dreamed up? Okay, I'm gonna have you sleep while I hold this intensely hot flame under your nose. I would guess that if you got nosebleeds so regularly back then that you're seeking medical help for it, maybe you got something else going on well, more than just like a you know dry air in your nose. I mean, nose. you think about how how far how far off people would go with. Uh, Things that are normal to us, you know, like even sneezing, the blessed you thing came because they thought sneezing came from demons. So if you just like walking down the dirt gravel road and your fucking nose starts bleeding, they're probably like, oh, my God. Yeah, burn them. <laughs> yeah. So this actually that's a good point. The article makes um, a point that goes off of what Morgan was just saying. They held a belief back then that every person had four humors in their body. Black bile, yellow bile, yep. phlegm, and blood. Where the fuck did I just read that? I just read that somewhere. Go ahead. I don't know. Yeah. You looking at my phone? <laughs> and uh, any illness could be boiled down to an imbalance of humors. So bloodletting was one of the therapies that was supposed to put it back in balance. It's weird because they had theories, but I don't. their theories weren't tested with what we think of as the scientific process nowadays. Huh. There, you know, people have always had like quote unquote theories. Yeah, they just didn't have a developed scientific method to check the theory. Yeah, now we have right. proof. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, so to speak. And if it's not proof, it'll work itself out through somebody else testing it and right, finding yeah. out like, hey, this was a fuck up. Okay. Uh, they used to treat malaria with a magic word. Oh, was, yeah. Was, what was the magic word? <laughs> what was it? <laughs> See, um, malaria cadabra. <laughs> come on. This isn't real. Is this real? <laughs> What's it say? What's it say? Um, there are a lot of strange historical treatments for malaria. Um but one of my favorite cures was a magical charm recommended by a Roman physician in the third century. Patients were told to write abracadabra over and over on a piece of paper with one less letter on each line until the letters formed a triangle with just an A at the bottom, and I guess the top, you know, A, yeah. A, C, like you, you keep writing one letter on the word until it makes a shape. If that didn't work, they were supposed to rub themselves with lion fat. Okay. <laughs> it's a totally different tree. Like, if this doesn't work, go outside, jack off, come back in, and put lion's blood on your face. <laughs> Who are these two supplying them with dung? Oh, man. <laughs> what, what was it? Lion fat. Wolf, Wolverine dung and lion fat? <laughs> But that's what they do. By the time you procure these things, you're already dead. And they're like, hey, if they would have just followed my instructions. <laughs> Maybe lions uh, were way more common. They probably were. find any lion's fat. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking malaria. You're out there with malaria trying to kill a lion. <laughs> you got to find a fat one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good luck. <laughs> Lean motherfuckers. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm going through some of these because they're kind of bored. Uh, boring. boring. <sighs> yeah, boring. Cure Bible cysts with a dead man's hand. What does that even what mean? What does that even mean? What is a Bible cyst? Oh, that's those. I had one of those on my hand. Okay. It's like a swelled up thing in my hand. And the cure for it was to, they called it like a Bible cyst or a Bible wart or something. We will be retiring the old man segment. But first, envision Johann Gutenberg, the inventor of the printing press. Well, the first book he printed was the Bible. And who was there for that? None other than our Joseph. Joseph remembers taking the Bible and being one of the first people to smash a cyst on his hand with it. Why, it was old Joseph who coined the term Bible cyst. That's right. No time for reading the Bible. However, smacking hands with it now, there's something old Joseph could do. They, one of the cures I read about it was you. I put supposed to put my hand on a table and, and take smack a, Bible it with a Bible and fucking hit it. Okay. What the fuck? I like, have totally heard shit. of people doing that. Stuff. I ain't doing yeah. that shit. This is new to me. That's weird. So I went to a doctor. He <laughs> stuck a syringe in it and sucked a little bit of juice oh, out of it. Is me. it weird? See, this is what I wanted to stay away from <laughs> because because the the whole thing for the clap was to lay your dick out and smash that motherfucker with a mallet and you know get a prescription <laughs> antibiotics and go on to. 
Like mm-hmm. in in wars, that's what they did. Was it Vietnam or the Korean War or something? They would just there'd be a line of fucking men with uh, what is it? Syphilis? Is that what it is? Syphilis. And they would just come in and lay their dick. Boom! Hit it with a mallet. Next. God. Boom. Yeah. Oh, God. Give him some. Oh. Give him some penicillin and get the next guy in here to get his dick smashed. <laughs> What's the mallet have to do? Just like a because your dick swells up the... like a fucking softball. I didn't oh, know that. to relieve the pressure. Yeah. To okay. yeah. Oh God, I can't even imagine. Thank I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so this says for the for the Bible cyst. Oh, I want to throw out another weird thing that I don't know why I'm thinking of it. Because of war. Okay. Y'all know in World War One that the first gas mask was a rag that you would piss on and <laughs> hold it over your face, and it activated like it really did work. It activated something in it, like the ammonia, ammonia. in your urine or something uh-huh. would would help combat the. I think cash was, was it mustard me that. gas. I think it was mustard gas, but yeah, you basically have to pee on a rag and put it on your face. But Will it worked for COVID. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. <laughs> well, you face mask is like no, soaking. No, not mine. Other people. Oh. <laughs> What'd you do? It's a it's an old World War One thing. My grandmother told me about it. Um, so this German anatomist, Lorenz Heister, I automatically don't trust him just by that name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wrote down treatment options for Bible cysts which appear on the hand or wrist, uh, like Joseph was saying. They include strapping a bullet that had killed an animal to the cyst or touching it with a dead man's hand. What are you finding dead men's hand? Are you just passing that shit around? They were probably out there. You just find a dead man. Yeah. There, here's the hand of the last guy that listened to my medical advice. <laughs> just use his hand. <laughs> Never mind the Bible system. <laughs> Is that rag covered in piss? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> couldn't find lion's fat fast enough. <laughs> His sister's bigger than mine. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Shh just got to sleep. <laughs> um, treat asthma with cigarettes? Come on. <laughs> asthma cigarettes were popular in the late 19th and early 20th centuries. I wonder if it's because it raises your heart rate. That's like uh, those old radio shows I used to listen to when I was a kid. My mom had the cassette tapes of Abbott and Costello and George and Gracie and stuff. Hey, and, Abbott! Uh, they'd have commercials. Nine out of ten doctors recommend smoking camel cigarettes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> now get your camel asthma cigarettes. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I was looking up. It's got these ingredients. Stramonium was one. I was like, is that mm. like a, is a radioactive metal? It's not. I did a web search real quick. <laughs> it's a, um, it's, I'm thinking of strontium, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah but that strontium. was my thought is, did they have radioactive stuff in this? It's Jimson weed. Oh, good old Jimson weed. I'm not going to read that. He's All not right. reading it. People. Are we still on the first article? We are. Son of a bitch. This is fun. Uh, treat syphilis with mercury. Mm, yeah. Because yeah, mercury okay. is something you want in your body. Dude, that's a metal. Like when mercury gets in you, it doesn't leave. Treat what? Syphilis? Syphilis. Right? Mercury is one of those heavy metals yeah. that just that's stays in so, your yeah. body. Yep. Yeah. 
Dude, I used to play with mercury when I was a kid. I'd break thermometers yeah. to roll it around on the bathroom floor. <laughs> Me too. And separate it and then put yeah. it back together. Ancient aliens people are nuts over some mercury. They are like convinced oh, yeah. that mercury is the answer to anti-gravity stuff. I, they, I don't know why. They do talk where, about that a lot. Where does mercury come from? The earth. It's a really? Metal. It's a naturally occurring metal, huh? I believe so. I believe so. Yeah. I don't know if they have to manipulate it to get in that state. Like some stuff's not naturally found in the state that it's in. And they do, you know, scientists do some chemical or physical process hmm. to it. But yeah, I don't know. Well, you know, there's um, in, I believe, China, somewhere in the region of the world that I know very China. little about. So I don't want to be like discriminatory, but I just want to say it comes from that part of the world that I know very little about. There was a dude that had a tomb underground, and there was like a lake of mercury yeah. down there with like clay soldiers and shit built up. I wonder to, if I it guess. got cold enough if it would turn like solid, solid. I, don't I know. assume so. You know, I mean, it's like I a mean, melted, it's a molten metal. Yeah, there's three states of matter, and it's right, but it's molten at room temperature, so you have to get pretty low. Yeah, you'd have to, yeah, you'd have to be like sub zero or, or something. Yeah, ooh, sub zero. Finish him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, treat hay fever with cocaine. I gotta say that one works. <laughs> <laughs> now, when I was on drugs, if I if I had a sinus infection, the, all I would want was a line of coke because it yeah. would open it right up. You know, yeah. it didn't make it better. Hey, yeah, actually, any illness I had, if I did a rail, <laughs> right, it immediately alleviated me. Yeah, if I had a sore throat, I'd take yeah. a hit of crack. Yeah, you know, if I hadn't slept in seven days, crack. <laughs> <laughs> you know the fix all I had cocaine <laughs> cocaine's a hell of a drug <laughs> uh let's see what how they used it published in 1910 thomas dr thomas jefferson ritter's mother's remedies wow. over 1000 tried and tested remedies from mothers of the united states and canada that's the title they get paid by letter back then damn that's a um, difficult label to make. Published in 1910, contain, contains many remedies that have been phased out, like one for hay fever, which called for spraying a 4% solution of cocaine up the nose. Oh, that's not how you do that. Wet cocaine? You haven't even tried it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Trigger warning. Yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to put that shit in your arm. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it wrong. Um. <laughs> oh, God. Not for hay fever. Fixed, I'm going to throw up. Fixed Ugh. chapped hands with old sour cream. Put sour cream in a cloth, bury it outside overnight, then unearth it and apply it to your hands. No, thank you. That might work. I haven't even tried that. Because that's that would be like fat, like animal fat. That might have like a moisturizing quality to it, you know? Use it for masturbation purposes. Masturbatory. Mm -hmm. You could use it for lube, I bet. <laughs> oh, it's all curdled. <laughs> Morgan's really been working that sour cream. <laughs> it's butter now. <laughs> uh, get rid of bruises with powder made from human bodies. <laughs> you mean makeup? I, I guess. <laughs> Um, a grip, a, a gription, Egyptian tombs <laughs> and graveyards 
were looted for the bodies. If you had a bruise or other ailment, you were supposed to put it on your skin to turn it into a powder and ingest it via a drink. Shit. Okay. I'm, That's cannibalism. Oh, yeah, it is. We all kind of cannibalize at some point, right? According to Tom, yeah. Um, I'm just going to leave it at that. According to Tom. Listen to the <laughs> Necrophilia is Wrong episode. He talks oh, about yeah, it. Oh, yeah, he does. Okay. He's like, at what point are we uh, no longer these people? I mean, I'm like eating other people every time I eat a vegetable or something. I'm like, okay, well. That's where my brain went with it. Yeah. Okay. Use periwinkle flowers to treat cataracts. Hey, honey, I know you can't see, but here's some flowers. I mean, what do you do? Do you <laughs> smoke them? Because weed also is like. Weed. A medical textbook from around the 10th century which can be found at the British Library in London, suggests putting burnt periwinkle flowers and honey in the eyes. <laughs> oh, and God. honey? In the eyes. Now, Jesus. honey is a natural antibiotic or or uh, what's it? Yeah, it's mm -hmm. like a natural antibiotic kind of thing, right? Antiseptic or? No, it's not antiseptic. Not antiseptic? No, okay. it's like an antibiotic. Yeah, it has like a drink infinite like, shelf life. Right. And you drink like hot honey water for sore throats and shit like that. Yeah. I read that bees sequester other bees that are drunk because yes, they can get they drunk off lock of. them out. Yeah. Out of like, I guess, honey wine. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they'll, yeah, they'll take them somewhere and let them do what they need to do to get undrunk and then go back to working. Oh, yeah. they don't let them in because they'll contaminate the honey. Can't have a bunch of drunk people hanging around. And I think it's from That's like how they I go like and to think of it. They go and feed on fermented fruit or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I like to think of it as that. Like we don't want your kind around here. <laughs> or maybe, yeah, it's like they go on they put them up to the side oh, and they're like on a spirit journey. No nah, man, I'm not drunk. I just got a little buzz. I ain't been drinking. This is a funny, like grammatical pun, but bees created AA. Like the letter B, B's created AA. No. Bill? It's because of Bill, right? Explain the no, joke. I just yeah, meant you explain it. Sorry. B's created AA. Like the letter B created A. It's just weird because B created A. Because B is a letter and A is a letter. Yeah. But B comes it. after A. Yeah. But B created A. It's not that funny of a joke. We can just move on. <laughs> uh,. Cure. So the creator becomes the created? Yeah, we'll just cut all this out. Yeah, we'll just forget that I ever <laughs> said that. This one, so I got beef with this. Cure typhus through prayer. That you could put cure blank through prayer. People still do that. That's not like a weird thing. They do. People try to help stuff with prayer. That's yeah. a common thing. Not just typhus. Yeah. Blow the spirit of COVID away, right? Isn't it something like that? What did Kenneth Copeland <laughs> Blow say? the wind of God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then they got that one video where they're doing like a ritualistic blood pack thing. You ever seen that? They're doing like blood magic. Drinking, They're drinking blood and shit. Kenneth oh, Copeland. those two. I saw something about it, but I didn't like go look into it. I didn't it. see that. Yeah. Tell me a, more. Okay. 
We're going to skip to another one here. We're doing the seven most outrageous medical treatments in history. Here These we go. Outrageous. One. Number one. We all know about this snake oil salesman, which that dude is. The dude we were just talking about. Kenneth Copeland. Kenneth Copeland. Yeah. They were, they got like a cease and desist because they were snake oil. Not snake oil, but that type of thing. It was something that said it killed um, coronavirus because there's lots of products that kill coronavirus, but then they try to claim that it doesn't kill it in the human body. It'll kill it on like a surface, like bleach. Oh, okay. But they were selling this supposedly preventative cure that in no way cures COVID. But yeah, he's a snake oil salesman. Wow. Yeah. What the fuck? That is I had a, a customer that still happens. I had a customer tell me to take that shit for horses. I don't remember what it's called now, but you PCP, know how people are yeah, using ivermectin. that. Ivermectin. Ivermectin, yeah. 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 He, he texted me and was like, man, you need to get some ivermectin. And I was like, oh, nah. Whatever, Joe Rogan. <laughs> well, so, and people, ivermectin's used with people as well, but in a much lower dose. So the problem is that people are just going into like an animal feed store and buying this like, a obnoxious amount of ivermectin mm-hmm. and it's like a dewormer right buck final yeah yeah it's not yeah that's what it is yeah so number two on this list is cocaine we all know that it's a wonder drug mm-hmm. yeah yeah what can it do um in the words of rick james in the mid <laughs> fuck your couch cocaine's a hell of a drug <laughs> yeah he also said fuck your couch <laughs> N-word. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. He, well, he did. He said, fuck your couch, N-word. Oh, okay, yeah. Just quoting the guy. I thought we were throwing out quotes. <laughs> I just said, fuck your couch, dot, dot, dot. I was finishing Joseph's quote. <laughs> I'm not racist. You're racist. <laughs> it's not racist to say N-word. Some of my best friends are racist. <laughs> not us. <laughs> So around mid-1880s, scientists were able to isolate the active ingredient in the coca leaf. Oh, yeah. Um, Pharmaceutical companies love this new fast-acting and relatively inexpensive stimulant. I bet they did. (laughs) That chick that went around breaking windows in um, Black River Falls, uh, 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 Wisconsin, for the Wisconsin death trip. Yeah, she said she would use it to calm her nerves, but then she would go around town breaking windows. So I don't know that it really... <laughs> I used to have to do it to go to sleep. Coke? I was doing it so much oh, yeah, wow. that I would have to do like a little bump and then lay down immediately and try and go to sleep. I could do wow. that, yeah. I could snort Coke and go to sleep. I couldn't smoke it and go to sleep. <laughs> I kn- yeah, I knew a guy that would... Yeah, we'd be partying... And he would be doing coke, and just all of a sudden he'd be like, "I don't want to do this anymore," and go to bed. Oh man, that's like I was my old, never like that. That's how what my old dick. roommate was. He'd he'd have like this fucking bag of coke and break everyone out of line, and we'd be thinking, "Hey, it's party time. We're staying up all night." And then he'd twist the bag up and put it in his wallet and go upstairs and go to bed. I'm like, where the fuck <laughs> you going, dude? What Somebody's the fuck about was that? To get robbed. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is devolving. Um. <laughs> Vibrators were cure to hysteria. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, it was uh, <laughs> uh, it was first advertised as a cure for a catch-all female disease known as hysteria. <laughs> My God, she's gone mad. Somebody get this woman a vibrator. <laughs> 
You remember those uh, old movies, like uh, sci-fi movies and stuff? This I remember it in horror and sci-fi movies. Um, there'd be like a woman astronaut, and she'd start losing her shit about something because somebody got killed or their ho- situation seems hopeless. And like the dude that would be there that looks like J.R. Bob Dobbs would like grab her and just like slap the shit out yeah. of her to get her to calm down. <laughs> yeah. And it'd bring her right around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then it would. Straighten her right up. Sometimes that's all they need. These aren't really surprising <laughs> me. Like heroin was the cure for a cough. Cough syrup, yeah. Yeah. That's we we know about this history. That actually works. It does. Because it, <laughs> it lowers your respiration, so you yeah. cough less, yeah. Until death. <laughs> uh lobotomies were used to hack away the troubled brains. That's <laughs> what this says. <laughs> it's like poetry. Uh <laughs> Lobotomies were used to hack away the troubled brains. Yeah, they thought it was a miracle cure for all these, like, distressed, mentally ill people who were probably more mentally ill because of the situation they were put in with these, like, homes where they would just stick everyone who didn't act quote-unquote normal. (laughs) They'd all put them together in one room. You guys figure it out. Well, they, I mean, they got so bad, those institutions, some of them were like a drain in the floor and all these people covered in their own feces. There was a, before the deinstitutionalization of America in the 80s, there was largely people were put into institutions, right? Well, there was this like breakthrough story um, where someone went into one of these, um, a reporter went in, I think it was in New York somewhere, and there's just all these people in need of care who were like naked on the floor, wallowing in their own filth. Like the lights weren't working. Like it was awful. Jeez. And that's what kind of spurred the move to deinstitutionalize. Like people are like, we can't do this. This isn't right. <laughs> so instead of getting them help, we'll just turn them loose on the street. Right. Which didn't help either. Like, which, yeah, <laughs> our solution was not a great solution. The real solution was probably funding. This needs more money and attention and doctors and care, but they were like, let's just send them home with some pills they'll quit taking. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That'll work. Okay. Uh, Shock treatments, the cure for impotence. We already covered that one. Yep. Although shock treatment called electroconvulsive therapy is still used today for depression. These feel like low energy. Let's look at these five bizarre medical techniques and then we'll move on. Oh, I did. I wanted to talk about this. It's, um, is it trepanation? I've heard of that. It's one of the oldest medical treatments where they drill a hole in your skull. And it was, I don't know, back in the day, it was probably like a spirit thing. To I like, felt like I had something to do with holes, but I was thinking it was like you just put somebody in a hole. Dig a hole in the ground and just oh, shove them in there. No, it's a hole in the skull. To let the evil spirits out? To relieve the pressure of the day. Okay, so they're number one. They do. This probably gets the weirdest one for me of the day. The tobacco smoke enema. Blowing smoke up my ass. That area receives, like, drugs really well. Yeah. I used so, to have a friend that plugged his uh, his ecstasy pills. Yeah. I oh, never tried it, but he said he got off either. way more when he'd plug it. than. Yeah. Had I known then what I knew now. Wait a minute. Had I known then what I know now, I'd probably be dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stick eight of them up there. 
Um, so this literally involves blowing smoke up a patient's rectum. The so-called pipe smoker London medic. <laughs> that's that's some the kind of weird they, fetish this yeah, guy that's has. that's the name they chose. <laughs> I just want to blow smoke up people's butts. Come How can in, I work this into my day? Come in, let me blow smoke in your bum. <laughs> um, <laughs> Blimey! Or however they talk. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, tobacco smoke enemas were thought to both warm the patient from within <laughs> and stimulate respiration. Um, the Royal Humane Society left resuscitation kits, including equipment necessary to carry out a tobacco enema. They left them along a river, the River Thames. 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 Tank. Thames. Oh, sorry. However, those people talk is just yeah. That's how, they, <laughs> that's how they say it over there. I think um, them. Oh, it was used for the people that fell into the River Thames, Timmy, Tim's? Timmy Tim. River, Timmy, who had almost drowned. They woke them up with smoke in the bum. It might work. Might work. <laughs> CPR. <laughs> Roll him over. In the old days, this is called cutting teeth. Um, infant mortality was sky high, and people didn't know why it was largely unknown. It's there still is. Yeah. Sudden. Sids. Yeah. Sudden yeah. infant death syndrome. Yeah. It's just a label for a, this kid just fucking died. I actually have two friends now. As of last year, I have two friends that have had kids die just like yeah. sleeping on their chest or something. You know, like. One of my friends, she was holding oh her God, baby. That's and awful. They both took a nap, and she woke up, and he didn't. Man, oh, that's sad. Yeah. Oh God, I couldn't imagine. He was six months old, I think. Jesus, my one of my uncles lost a, a kid to SIDS. That's awful. All right. Well, thanks for mine. Thanks, lived. Eric. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm trying to succinctly say this. How did physicians combat the evils of teething? Unfortunately, for those children involved, they developed a wide array of interventions, including bleeding, blistering, and placing leeches on the gums. Um, in some cases, they even burned the back of the baby's head. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> There's no teeth back there. Every Everyone, when they're like, 15 there are everyone's just walking around with these marks on the back of their head <laughs> cutting teeth yeah cutting teeth. yeah <laughs> um it is yet unknown how many children died from the infections that were likely developed a lot a lot of kids died from the medical stuff they were trying hey let's cut a hole in this kid's skull and just you know see urine has few everyday uses shampoo but in Rome, that was a different story. Urine was such a popular commodity that people collected it from public urinals. There was even a tax to pay for those who profited from the sale of this golden liquid. Many, I'm just reading what this fucker wrote from Medical News Today. Many of urine's uses were non-medical, such as production of gunpowder or to soften leather. One less savory use was as a tooth whitener. You know, I've seen this shit in The Idiot Abroad, which is a show where Ricky Gervais uh, yeah. and Steve Merchant send... I remember um, that episode. That yeah. was rough. Yeah. In India, they still they use urine for 
They drink their own urine in the morning. This one guy like pees in a thing and leaves it out overnight. His wife drinks his urine too because it's like a thing. So they leave the urine out. They do um, neti pots with urine. Yeah, that was so gross. They let some urine set and make like a lotion-y kind of salve out of it to put on their skin and shit. I mean lotion. Urine smells so bad when it sits. That's fucking gross. Also, yeah, I think using it in a neti pot might be effective if you're willing to do that. They, I mean, they do it. I got traumatized Jeez. by that episode. That was the same one when where the guy broke his, his dick. dick up in that stick and then sat on the stick and there was that noise. That <gasps> okay, so we're I'm officially done with the article and I think we need to end it on that story. So wait, I want to do the chainsaw. Oh, okay. Can I talk about the chainsaw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you familiar is with this Is this from already? Texas? No, uh-uh. This is why chainsaws were invented. Um, it's a really quick little piece of... So two doctors invented the chainsaw in 1780 to make the removal of pelvic bone easier and less time-consuming during childbirth. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. The chainsaw was soon used for other bone-cutting operations and amputations in the surgical room, but it was invented for birth, the birthing process. And I'm guessing it was a much smaller There, <laughs> There have been right? images. I've seen... Yeah, here it, comes it is. in with one of, like, two-foot-long loggers. Like a Husqvarna. <laughs> a Husqvarna. <laughs> wow, that is a tiny... Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm sure it's, like, hand-cranked or whatever, obviously. Oh, i got to yeah. get one of those. Yeah, but could you imagine being the woman giving birth? You're already in, like, the most pain you've ever been in and probably will ever be in in your life unless yeah. you give birth again. Unless yeah. you're a man. <laughs> and then the doctor's just like, she's then, suffering from hysteria. <laughs> get a dildo. Grab the chainsaw. Yeah, <laughs> yeah two purposes at once. We'll vibrate her while cutting her open during birth and then yell at her for being hysterical. Someone slap this woman. Yeah. <laughs> and oh. then you put her in an institution. Yeah. yeah afterwards. Yeah, dude, it must have been tough to be a woman in like the 1700s. Okay, Joseph just glossed over. (laughs) So, so yeah, those are just some weird medical stuff. Would you guys have fun with that? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, that was really fun. Oh, yeah, it was barrel laughs. (laughs) Well, it was. So to to end on a high note, there was this, you know, this show Idiot Abroad, which I would – tell anybody to watch it's informative it talks about different cultures it's also humorous this guy goes to different areas and the main purpose that uh ricky gervais and steve merchant are sending him to these places is just to annoy him they just like annoying this guy and he's got like a weird way of thinking about the world so when he went to um india he went to this like spiritual retreat that was on the what's the river um ganges the ganges I don't understand what any of this has to do with spiritualism, but maybe it's just me. This yogi guy like wraps his dick up in a like a long stick, like he wraps it around the stick. Uh-huh. I guess testicles too. I don't know. I didn't see that closely. Yeah, it was he pixelated. He didn't twist it like a time, puts it like behind his legs. Yeah, he twists it like a tourniquet. He puts the stick behind his legs, so his dick's now being yanked behind his legs, wrapped up in the stick, and then he drops it like it's hot. Like he just drops his ass to the ground, and you hear, <laughs> like, crisp and clear oh, cracking of something. It was so harsh. 
And every time I watch it, my stomach's like, oh, it feels yep. like I got thumped in the nuts. <laughs> like, oh, oh, God. That sound is just like, oh. Oh, oh here's so, okay, the real last thing. I'll say this and shut up. <laughs> Recently, I've heard that blue balls are a myth. That is not a myth. Your I mean, balls don't turn they blue. They don't turn blue, but Jesus. But when, you, when I, like, go almost to completion and I'm not able to finish, my, like, from, like, my junk up to my stomach feels like there's a knot in it. And in high school, I used to walk to other neighborhoods in the middle of the night to meet my girlfriend, you know, on random people's front porches and shit. And, uh, and we would dry hump and, you know, or just make out or whatever. And then I'd have to walk back home. And the whole time I'm walking back home, it feels like my, it felt like my balls weighed like 9 million pounds and my (laughs) stomach hurt, you know, because, and I didn't know. And I'd go home and I'd try to jack it to get it out. And that didn't help. By the time you have blue balls, there's no help in it. Yeah. It's all backed up. You're done. Kill yourself. <laughs> a myth. Who wrote that article? A woman? Probably. What the fucking, fuck? Fucking Annie. <laughs> Medical knowledge. She's like, yeah, you said something the other day when we were getting lunch that she's the one that's going to wet blanket your fucking. When I was talking about the tonsils and oh, stuff, yeah. and she's like, oh, but actually, actually, though, tonsils grow back. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Oh, yeah. Ruin my case. She's the hole puncher. Yeah, yeah, that's what you call it. Yeah. She sits around and just waits. Ooh, ooh, here it comes. Here it comes. Nope. Blue balls is a myth. Yeah. Let me write a book about it. Thanks, she Annie. She ain't got no balls. That's how we're ending it. Fuck you, Annie. <laughs> I like Annie. Yeah. I do, too. I'm just yeah. kidding. Love, I love you, you, Annie. Wait. I don't know why Jess is so mean. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm done. Have a good evening. Have a good blow job. Annie, I'm going to find out why Morgan just said he loved you. Drink some water, Joseph. Joseph, drink that water. Drink the water. Drink Let's start telling Joseph to do things he's already in the middle of doing, so <laughs> it feels like we're trying to control him. <laughs> Those Zs look like ends that fell over. I'm just going to lay down here. That one end's a little gay. He's got the... <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, a gay end it fell was, over. Nobody else wrote it up there, so oh, I took it upon myself. It was Panunu. Oh, have you all ever done this? I'll be looking at like actual ink on paper. I sometimes have trouble seeing, and so I will move my hand onto the page with two fingers and try and open it oh, up to yeah. zoom in on like a magazine. I've done that or a with book. pictures. If I'm like, if somebody <laughs> hands me a photograph, I'm like, oh shit, and I'll try to expand it. Yeah. <laughs> Double tap in the book. <laughs> Oh, I like working? this. Yeah. <laughs> so I just want to say when I said that looks like a little gay end that's flipped over, that sounded unintentionally racist. Think about it. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I review every word that's ever came out of my mouth. <laughs> it's a disease. <laughs> All right. Mm, we ready? Almost ready? I don't know. Get the spit on my mouth. Okay. A moment of silence. No, it's fake. Uh, are we touching Imp- hands? Impotent rage. <laughs> Impotent <Clark>. rage. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> We're going to flip a coin. We do the impotent rage again without us joking over it. That was a good line. Eric, the impotent rage Clark. Impotent. Did I get it wrong? Impotent. <laughs>
<laughs> I'm just messing with you. Did I say M-tip? You said M-tip. Play it back. <laughs> 